Hey there. You're about ready to listen to a very special sneak peek of one of our Patreon-exclusive shows, What We're Into. This is where Roxy and I discuss the things that we can't fit into our regular podcast episodes, including the latest MCU shows and hits like Atlanta, Winning Time, Better Call Saul, and more. If you'd like to check out more exclusive content like Spider-Versity or watch us record episodes live, you can do that over at patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. Now on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to uh, what we're into. You're like, wait, what, what is this? Uh, that's right, because um, for those listening on Patreon, this is your normal uh, what we're into episode, uh, but we're going to also drop this out to the people at home so that they know what they're missing over at patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. Uh, my name is DJ Wildridge. With me, at all, as always, is Roxy Stryer. Hi, Roxy. Hi, DJ. God Damn it, we have a lot to talk about this week. Uh, so again, just just so you all know, every week, not only do Roxy and I record a podcast episode that goes up every Monday, we record a bonus episode that's only on Patreon uh, called What We're Into, where we talk about all the shows that we can't talk about, we don't have time to talk about on the main show. But this one is one that we're going to put out uh, to the public so y- you all know what that's like. Uh, and uh, as usual, uh, on the main show, we are going to start with news because it's a big... Gosh dang it, it's a big old news week. Let's start with some fun stuff. We got some not fun stuff to the cover, but let's start with some fun stuff, huh, Roxy? What's uh, the fun stuff? What's the fun stuff? Let's talk about that new Thor trailer, Thor, Love and Thunder. The internet, Twitter has been crying out for it. And finally, enough of the VFX were finished that we got one. <laughs> we got that we got a trailer. Yeah, not enough of other movies came out that we got a trailer that told us anything about the movie, but enough of the movies finished that it was like, this is coming. <laughs> I like this trailer. The internet seemed to think this trailer was the bee's knees. Yeah. Uh, to me, thank you, Winona, for co-signing. We appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, it was, I like, I really liked the last Thor. I like Thor. I like the Guardians. This tra- the whole purpose of this trailer was like, look at us. Yeah. Look at who's in this movie. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, something I liked about it, I liked it too. Um, I, and um, it, it probably helps a lot of my favorite TV shows in the past few years since for Ragnarok are shows that Taika Waititi uh, uh, produces. Um, and so, uh, but something I liked about this trailer is I like how like character focused it is. It's like, hey, here's Thor. He doesn't know what he's doing with his life. And, cool. Thank you, movie. Like, yeah. What What is Thor doing? What is, and then and then you know because because normally Marvel movies are very like IP focused. Like, how are we expanding the IP? And there's that too. But it saves it for the end, which I think is a good is a really good stinger. And of course, I'm talking about um, Natalie Portman's goddamn fucking. Uh, biceps baby she has been hitting the gym <laughs> yo if that didn't motivate me i don't know what will yeah yeah she's doing all right uh, we've got a, we've got a couple questions i've got a couple questions for you roxy but we got a couple questions from the discord do you think this is from jake hefner do you think thor love and thunder will adapt the jane foster cancer storyline do you think they should uh for those that don't remember for those at home that they don't remember um, and, and I'm not as brushed up on the on the Jane Foster Thor stuff, but I know while she was Thor, Thor she was also dealing with cancer. And I want to say she didn't deal with the cancer issues when she, you know, was full on Thor out. But it also when she became a normal person again, it made it worse every time she Thor up. Uh, I want to say that that was the situation. 
Um, and I'm kind of of the opinion that I, I don't think they will. And I don't think they should for the same reason yeah. in that the MCU is not traditionally equipped to handle s- s- tricky stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm the same way, DJ. I think no one no, because it, 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 to just throw that in there would be like not cool. Mm-hmm. So you would have to really flesh it out, spend time there. And I don't think that they're like ready to do that. Yeah. Yeah. They should have given our own Disney Plus show prior to this if they wanted to like <laughs> go there. It would have made more sense than a lot of the Disney Plus shows that they did give to people. I don't disagree. We're getting an ag at the show. Anyway, um, this one's from Danny. Do you think Gore, because the, the villain we know, had not mentioned in this trailer at all, but from press stuff, from casting, we know Christian Bale is playing Gore the God Butcher, who in the comics, butchers gods. That's his bit. Uh, so Danny says, do you think Gore is coming to kill the pantheon of Egyptian gods we are introduced in, to in Moon Knight? I think people are falling into the same trap we've fallen into every Disney Plus show where they think there's going to be some like major tie-in at the end and another character from another movie is going to show up. Uh, what, you, what was the, what was the big one that we thought in um mephisto we thought mephisto yeah, and, and yeah, we, well we thought we thought a lot in wandavision because wandavision was first out of the gate so we thought mr fantastic was going to show up yeah yeah that was a great one that we yeah we thought mephisto was going to show up and i think in hindsight gore at least makes a little bit more sense in that that person is cast like we know we're closer to that date yeah. i guess um, and logistically, but, uh, it makes sense. It's gods. It's clear. It it feels clear to me after watching Moon Knight that Marvel does not have any plans for the other Egyptian. <laughs> like, like I ah, here they are. Whatever. So everybody's caught up on Moon Knight to where we're caught up to. Yes, as of this Wednesday. Yeah. So, wow, DJ, we got two more episodes of that show. We sure do. <laughs> we we sure do. I, somebody That's asked me on Twitter. I don't think I responded. Are you going to watch the last two episodes? I'm like, yeah, I'm already four in. What are you? Yeah, of course. And there's and still, yeah. I still have hope that it'll become the show I want it to be. <laughs> you're just not. You're not going to just not watch Moon Knight. Yeah, Come it's on. like it's still my favorite Marvel character. I'm going to watch it. it it's going to keep hurting me, but I'm going to keep watching it. <laughs> Come on, internet. You're better than that. Yeah. Come on. So so do you think we're going to get an after credit scene of Gore butchering some gods? I don't. Also, what kind of money would they have to give Christian Bale to show up on a stinger on a TV show? Uh, a lot. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm still like, how did they get him for this movie? It just must be, he just must be a big fan of like Jojo Rabbit or something, right? How much money do you have to give Harry Styles to come as a stinger on something though. Yeah, but that was at least one of your big temple movies. It wasn't like at the back end of WandaVision, Harry Styles is like sliding in saying hi. <laughs> you know that after Coachella weekend one, I am so in love with him. It hurts. I'm what back did you, in. Oh, did what you did watch? You, no, I don't. Roxy, I don't oh do that. God. Come on. DJ, I, I, it's not that I ever had anything against Harry Styles. I always like him and he's made some really cool choices and an artist, but he brought Shania Twain on stage with him um, to do Man, I Feel Like a Woman and another song too. And he, it just, he was in this like rainbow sequin onesie and the two of them to get, oh my God, DJ is so hot. No, I just feel <laughs> bad. So I, I feel like, I feel like, and this is probably not fair to anybody, but I feel like he saw Olivia Wilde from Jason Sudeikis and I just watched Head Lasso. So, you know. We know what happened, though. That, great question. I have no idea. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll get into this more, but maybe we shouldn't uh, invest so much energy into celebrities. This, this is going to be a theme in a minute. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Question for you, Roxy. And this has been something. I, so, uh, 
I've had I've had mixed feelings about the 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 uh, Jane Foster Thor situation, even in the comics, uh, and it's not it's just purely logistical uh, pedantic bullshit. Uh, so it doesn't matter. But it's because it's because like when Sam Wilson got the Captain America shield, he didn't become Steve Rogers. He became Captain yeah. America. Like it was, and and in at least in the comics. When Thor was originally introduced, it was Donald Blake picks up the th- hammer and becomes Thor. So we've introduced yeah. the idea that person becomes Thor. Thor is the mantle. Not, yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. How? So when I watched the trailer, I was like, first off, Natalie Portman was wasted in Thor 1 and 2. Of course, she should be headlining a Marvel movie. If it's Thor, more power to her. She's clearly doing the work. Uh, I think Natalie Portman's incredible. Uh, and and I, let's do the same thing with Rachel McAdams and Doctor Strange. Let her become Doctor Strange. You know what I mean? There's just these actresses in these movies that I just feel like we're wasting their potential as the love interest. Yeah, remember, I didn't even remember that Rachel McAdams was in Doctor Strange. Yeah, because she's she's so fucking talented. And she's, enti- she's entirely wasted that movie. Anyway, uh, but... So am I, how do you think we're going to solve this situation? Because am I led to believe, the impression I've been given, and this is not a variant, this is the Jane Foster we know. And so I was, when I saw the trailer, I'm like, oh, you know what they'll probably do is that she, she, we see that her hammer is Thor's broken Milner. I'm not even going to get into the fact that there's no, there's just no stakes in any of these Marvel movies. Every major thing we do, we fix. The shield gets broken, it gets fixed. The hammer gets broken, it's fixed, whatever. Um, uh, she has busted ass Milner. And so she's probably been running around on Earth while while Thor is finding himself. And people on Earth saw the hair, saw the armor, saw the hammer. It was like, Thor. And I was like, that's fine. Let's just do that and move on. But then I had to think about, wait. I have also been led to believe that Jane Foster and Thor had a not great breakup. And so she's just running around okay with people calling her by her ex's name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Right? That's weird, right? I, I wouldn't be. <laughs> like... Like yeah, I don't think anybody would be. So what? How do what? How do you think we're going to resolve? What, how how is she the mighty Thor? Is the question I'm asking. I'm not asking why she's worthy. Of course she's worthy. No questions there. Uh, I, just the logistics of why are we calling her Thor? <laughs> like me, I don't know. I guess because the lady part in front of it. Sure. <laughs> I mean, sure. Yeah. Like a cuter nickname? I don't know. I don't know. How? Why do we? Yeah, yeah. I was. <laughs> I'm trying to think of any other character because I'm like, okay, Hulk was She Hulk. Yeah, like, but again, it's not. She's not She Bruce she's Banner. Not Bruce Banner, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right cool. At least I'm not alone. Like, because I, I don't want people to make, like. Oh man, there's a lady. Th-. That is not it at all. Don't care about Spider. that. Spider Gwen, like yeah, what? Don't, yeah, don't, yeah. Well, again, and she's and then she's Spider Woman. Yeah, none of that matters. Yeah. I, you know, is there any other? Are there any other? Well, I no, can't even think of any other ones that their name is just their name. The closest would be now. Originally, Shazam was Captain Marvel, and when he said Shazam, he became Captain Marvel, and because yeah, but he's still Billy Batson. Billy yeah, Batson. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great point. Yeah, so he's still becoming. A, somebody. somebody else yeah thor is just weird because it's thor is thor he's thor is there any other i legit can't think of any other superhero that's name is i'm sure in the chat you know i never check name. the chat does any let us know in the chat if you guys can think of any like superhero. this would be the equivalent of somebody i guess like if like a man was like lois lane 
Like, it's just <laughs> yeah, I I am low. I picked up the hammer now. I am Lois Lane. It's now like, I am Lois Lane. <laughs> with the added caveat that they were very uh, serious with Lois Lane. Broke up, messy breakup. Yeah. Not on good, uh, not on good terms, and now is just running around letting people call them Lois Lane. It's like, what? Does Thor, does Thor have any other name? Well, again, in not in the movies, in the comics, it's it's Donald Blake is his supposed right. to be his human identity, but that's but messy. This, that's messy. Thor, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah it's weird. Uh, and we get a nod to that in Thor one, but yeah, Thor is just Thor. Whatever. And, so, and there is, and I should say. I'm assume we're assuming that it's not a variant. It could be, you know what I mean. We, we've got Loki, we've got Sylvie running around, but even Sylvie's not running around as Loki. She's running around as Sylvie. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine, and I'm sure but that's it- weird too because Lady Loki. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I think it'll be one of those things like a Marvel movie where in the moment in the movie, I'm like, that's fine. And then I'll spend two seconds thinking about it and be like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. Um, it, but what it'll be, I, I have faith because, again, like you, Roxy, really like Ragnarok. Um, yeah. and, and I like Our Flag Means Death and uh, 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 What We Do in the Shadows. And maybe I'll make a just... nod to it. Maybe she'll be like, why do I have to be Thor? Yeah, I'm... maybe she'll be like, this sucks. Don't call me Thor. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. on to some less fun stuff because why not <laughs> life is short why not dwell on bad things roxy i'm hoping you're more informed about this than i am i i have seen of course the johnny depp trial trending on twitter i don't know why we're able to just watch this uh it feels like a private thing to me but whatever um you're able to watch like 12 hours of this yeah it's you? like on court tv right yeah, yeah. wow anyway i i'm hoping you you're at least formed enough to help inform, all I know is the rhetoric online that I see, yeah. and what I so see many- is a lot of men going, "Yeah, take that evil witch down," and I, it makes it makes me have a very specific opinion about all of this. Yeah, so I'm going to give you guys some some facts of the case, please, and then we can talk a little bit about it. But so this is a defamation case because after Amber Heard took Johnny Depp to court. Um, Johnny Depp since then has lost his job on Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Amber Heard has kept her job on Aquaman 2. Yes. And now Johnny Depp is suing her for defamation. And he's making the claims that he has never, will never have never abused a woman before. Mm. That is that is what he's saying, that those claims are categorically false. Bold. He said that the entire purpose of this trial is to get down to the truth that if anybody who knows him knows that the number one thing he cares about in the world is the truth. Here are some of the big things that have come out during this trial. Uh, we are taping this Friday, April 22nd. Mm-hmm. I'm saying at 11 a.m. Yeah, yeah, because, because there's this is happening fast. And if uh, you look at the discourse online, you're absolutely correct, DJ, that 
the internet seems to be wholeheartedly on Johnny Depp's side, both men and women. I am seeing, I, I would say about 90% of the internet seems to be on Johnny Depp's side. I feel like that says something about us, but I'm not, we keep going. <laughs> so here are some things that have come out. We had heard a lot about this severed finger situation. Yes. Uh, in the initial trial. And the, the picture that has now been painted is that Amber Heard threw a bottle Mm -hmm. at Johnny Depp and Johnny Depp uh, had his, he said his finger felt warm. He didn't really feel pain. And then he looked down and the bottle had sliced off the tip of his finger and he was looking at his bone. Mm. Um, So that is what happened there as previously had been described as she chopped off part of his finger. Yes. This is that is now how he has described the situation to take place. I guess he then got a severe infection in his finger as well. Mm. So that came out. Um, And there was also footage that came out of Amber Heard saying, tell the people I abused you. Nobody will believe you. Go ahead and try. Um, So that's footage that we have now seen. And as of yesterday... When he was cross-examined, we got a couple new pieces of information too. Uh, they, there was the quest line of questioning was about Johnny Depp and Paul Bettany, and um, Paul Bettany apparently the, the line of questioning is, "Have you done drugs with Paul Bettany?" To which Johnny Depp responds, "Yes." They ask which specific drugs. He says alcohol and cocaine. They ask if it's also Xanax and Adderall. He says he doesn't recall. They pull up a previous testimony of him saying he has given him both of those drugs. Um, And then they reveal text messages that Johnny Depp sent to Paul Bettany that say, let this is on June 11th, 2013. Let's burn Amber. Let's drown her before we burn her. I will fuck her burnt corpse afterwards to make sure she's dead. That is an actual text that he sent to Paul Bettany. Um, And then they also revealed texts that he had sent to Marilyn Manson. Cool, cool. God damn it! How how did all of Hollywood not collude to be like, no, we can't let this trial happen. This is gonna this so, is gonna get burn yeah, all of us. They're pulling in a lot of celebrities here. Um, I know so, Elon Musk is supposed to. Yeah. Uh, they, so they, uh, they pulled in text to Marilyn Manson saying, talking about smacking the ugly bitch around before I let her in. Um, it was unclear if that was about Amber Heard or, or somebody else. Hey, well, listen, with Marilyn right. Manson, we've we've opened up that Pandora's box. We know it could right. mean a, a whole litany of people. <laughs> right. So, so um, it seems to me like now th- those are facts. Those are things that were presented as facts um, proven. It seems to me like Amber Heard's t- um, Johnny Depp's team for the first several days of the trial painted a picture. Had Johnny Depp take the stand. They painted a picture in which Johnny Depp reveals and speaks about how he was brutally abused as a child by his mother um, and that he was he would uh, never do to anybody what his mother did to him and his siblings, in which he recalls several incidences in which he was both verbally and physically abused and then says that his mother, the only times his father ever abused him, which he said his father was like a saint was when he would beat him with the belt because his mother would make his father do that. So it seems like their case has been built around finding sympathy for Johnny Depp and sh- showing by the fact that he was abused that he would never be an abuser. 
Because that's um, not which, how things work. <laughs> right. Um, but th- that was a big part of their case. Uh-huh. Now, Amber and also tearing Amber Heard down, a lot of which is justifiably so. There's a lot of footage of her um, doing things, saying things that are extremely verbally abusive. Then Amber Heard's team released footage of Johnny Depp after saying he's never been violent or abusive towards a woman. Amber Heard recorded him in the kitchen like slamming all of the cabinets, um, then running over to her, pouring a massive uh, glass of wine. He's like seemingly really distraught, yelling at her, finds the camera, rips it away from her and like starts running. You kind of hear things. Mm -hmm. So their team is trying to show an abusive man um, who did do the things she's saying. And they're doing this by trying to come at his character via text message and footage, none of which so far has actually been of him uh, physically abusing her. So I think that we're in for a really long, this could be weeks Mm. and we're in for a really tough battle because it is, um, we're talking about, you know, parents here. We're talking about celebrities. We're talking about, and entire people who have lived on the planet for a long time who have friends who are other celebrities like i i did feel for paul bettany in that situation where like yeah bro why are you involving me in this man <laughs> Come on. what's he supposed to do yeah. you know he's being asked on the stand what drugs did you do with paul bettany yeah like what is he supposed to say um yeah. So not not I'm not saying that that he's the Vic Paul Bettany is like oh, oh my God woe is him no but, but it's like but that's the thing that's it's it's such a like I again I can't imagine anybody in Hollywood like don't we it feels like it's pulling everybody in it's like no man I don't need to yeah why, so yes so the I could be getting the- a new Vision Disney Plus show don't pull me into this <laughs> the discourse online has been primarily from what I have seen very pro Johnny Depp in show and and people believing that Amber Heard has been abusive to him and that he has been wrongfully accused of being abusive. I for, based on the footage we've seen so far, I will say that it seems so far like neither of these are people that you would want to be in a relationship with. Mm. And, I, and I guess that would be the simplest way to describe it as of now. It seemed like they had an extremely tumultuous relationship. Johnny Depp also paints a picture in his testimony of Amber Heard not letting him have his medications, of Amber Heard not letting him go to sleep at night. She would like keep him up all night and he would beg to go to sleep and she would say he was not able to or not able to take his meds. Um, Amber Heard's team paints a picture of which Johnny Depp is a drug addict and an alcoholic and that she's begging him to get sober and stop taking things. So every single situation is being depicted differently depending on what side you're on and for some reason the internet seems to be very very clearly on one person's side yeah not surprised by that uh so is so this isn't going to change anybody it doesn't matter how this court case ends this isn't going to change anybody's opinions right i don't know i don't know the internet is like doing really strange things right now i guess there's theories that amber heard is wearing the out whatever outfit Johnny Depp wears he's wearing like a similar outfit the next day to mentally fuck with him. You know, people have such like conspiracy theories on what's going on that I can't imagine that facts will change opinion. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I think Warner brothers, speaking of our story, we're going to get to Warner brothers is in an interesting spot here because <laughs> they have already fired Johnny Depp. Yeah. And now 
They have Amber Heard and Ezra Miller to deal with. Mm -hmm. And um, if they keep Johnny Depp fired, but they don't fire Amber Heard, that's either them saying, we believe that Johnny was abusive to Amber, but Amber was not abusive to Johnny. Yeah. Or it's them saying, we believe that Johnny was abusive to Amber and Amber was abusive to Johnny, but a woman being abusive to a man is different than a man being abusive to a woman. Yeah. Uh, so I think that they're in a really tough spot. That One of the questions asked to Johnny Depp, I watched like eight hours of this trial. Oh my um, God. One of, God bless. One of the questions <laughs> that was asked to him was they said, would you say um, you're much larger in statue in stature than um, than Amber Heard is, correct? And he says, I wouldn't say that. So it's like we're not even we're not even agreeing that he's bigger than she is. Yeah. Um, and he's bigger, he's older, he's arguably more influential. He's got yeah. more. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I feel like my opinion on it does it even matter? It doesn't. Uh, um, I, I think my opinion is informed by the way the inter- internet is reacting, and it's like I am not saying that a woman cannot abuse a man that they obviously can't um i just i feel like johnny depp's more powerful and influential i have tr- i have trouble imagining whatever it doesn't matter it, it, like you said roxy i, I think the point is it, it, at the very least it seems incredibly tumultuous um and i think if warner brothers were to keep amber heard i feel like the answer would be like listen uh, not to get into the weeds, but uh, Johnny Depp was a problem on set too. So it's not a, just about this situation. It was just a working relationship. Uh, anyway, whatever. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the internet yesterday, there was a um, video of Johnny Depp talking about his desire to hurt himself and he's crying while he's watching it. And, the, and Amber Heard's team is the one that insisted that the video be played and the internet took that as like um good job amber heard you drove like you now have proven that you drove him to this place that he wanted to hurt himself um it it's been it's been really wild to watch the discourse um and i'm not saying that i'm not i don't even know what i I don't even know what happened. I'm yeah. not sure what happened. And I don't think we will know because like you said, everybody's presenting a different thing. It's like, we won't know the truth from this. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off. Or the, no. Yeah. no, it's just, you know, even now as I, as I look through Twitter, it is, it is, it's tough to read. It's tough to read the, the love, the undying love people have for Johnny Depp. And they're absolutely certain that Amber Heard is the problem. I think part of it is love for Johnny Depp. I think the impression I've been given, whether this is accurate or not, is also this feels like the inevitable backlash to all the Me Too stuff, like and and an, an attempt. A lot of the a lot of the discourse I've seen, it feels like uh, at least partially an attempt to dismantle some of the progress made there, um, which. I don't like personally, um, but you know, um, like, like you, we were talking about just earlier. It's the, the, the learning how to like sparse out these things. And like the, you were, you were talking about the like, like the, the levels, the ga- gauging level, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. I think it's really hard to talk about because also, we don't know exactly what happened. So you don't want to 
accuse anybody of anything yeah. that's not true. Yeah. Um, I, I, no matter who that is. Yeah. So we'll see how the trial goes. Because we, again, we really could be in this for weeks. Cool. Yay. A perfect note to end on. Let's just touch on this next part uh, briefly because I, I, don't, I don't know what else there is to say. Uh, Ezra Miller's in the news again. They got arrested again. <laughs> yeah, they did. They Not only did Ezra Miller get arrested again, but they got arrested in Hawaii again. Again. Which I was texting got- with Sam and he was like, we need to get them off the island. I'm like, oh, well, counterpoint. Maybe we need to keep them on that. Maybe that's what's containing them right now. <laughs> So apparently this time they had been at a house party or a, a, I don't know that it was a party at friend's house, so an acquaintance's house, a person's house. Yes. And there was somebody else at the house, a woman who was 26. And we don't know the surrounding details of it, but Ezra Miller picked up a chair and chucked it at this woman's head and gashed open her head um, and, and then was arrested again. So, you know, I don't know the legality of this. I don't know what it's called. But to me, I mean, I, I believe that's assault with a deadly weapon. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you throw a chair at somebody, you could definitely kill them. You could definitely take their eye out. Yeah. You could fuck up their whole life. So that's a problem. I, Warner Brothers still has not addressed anything. They're hoping to go away. Listen, we're going to let Ezra Miller keep being in movies until they decide to slap somebody at the Oscars. Then it'll be a problem. <laughs> That's in, it's insane, Hollywood's. This is what I'm talking about with having like a first, second, and third degree or mm-hmm. some kind of. Because why does Will Smith slap somebody, but because it's at the Oscars, yeah. something happens. It's like a crime Ezra against Miller, humanity. <laughs> right, but because Ezra Miller chucks a chair at a woman nothing happened and that's not to say nothing's going to happen but yeah. with wills action happened really fast ezra miller choked a woman two and a half years ago yeah i just saw a headline i didn't click on it but it was like a buzzfeed like ezra miller's been a, a problem for a while like here's a timeline i'm like oh my god okay <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know what warner brothers is going to do but i think that the only option is is the the worst option is doing nothing Mm-hmm. They can't. They can't do nothing, or it seeming. It seems that this will continue to be an issue. I yes, I would imagine you need to do something. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, listen. Well, stay tuned until next time with more uh, Ezra news. Uh, as I, whatever. This feels like a cry to help. Like, like they're just going to keep committing crimes until somebody stops them. <laughs> Yeah, straight up. That's what it seems like today. And then uh, we don't have time to get into all this, but you, you just t- literally before we started recording, you just told me about Mike Tyson beating up somebody on a plane, which apparently you uh, don't need to wear a mask on anymore. Cool. Uh, and uh, uh, Bill Murray uh, uh, having issues with stuff and just like, you know, everybody celebrities are people too, but they're people that we give wild amount of power to. And maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should just let them be people. Yeah, the Bill Murray thing, man, made me so bummed to go down that rabbit hole. I don't want to think about it. I'm curious what happened. We haven't heard what happened on the set. We just heard inappropriate behavior. Yeah. Uh, I talked about this a little bit on my show, but I thought it was very strange that they kept saying that this was a movie that was with Aziz Ansari and Seth Rogen, but none of they keep and they keep (laughs) saying 
Aziz Ansari and Seth Rogen are not involved in whatever this was. Yeah, they didn't have a problem with it. I'm like, well, I of course they didn't. I don't. Yeah. Why are we specifying yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. But also at the same time, none of the reports are mentioning Kiki Palmer, who's the lead female in this. <laughs> and so what happened? Like, I, I don't want to jump to conclusions, but to me, what happened with Kiki? Like, yeah. Who, by the way? It- is great. She she is great stuff. Awesome. I'm excited to see her in Nope. I think she's really fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I think that companies try to do damage control before they release information, but it's like maybe what we're thinking is worse than what actually happened yeah. because we're in an age in which we've seen the worst happen. So I don't know if it helps these companies to have our minds wander yeah. for these movies. <laughs> we'll see. Oh goodness, we'll see. And then there's the whole if we, it's the ease of it all. Whatever. Um, Okay, so that's it for news. Yay, news fun. Um, here's something more uplifting. So on Patreon, patreon.com slash answers. if you're part of the producer tier, you now have the ability to vote on what I will be into uh, each month. And it can either be a movie, you all will vote on it. It can be either a movie or two episodes of show. And for the first time doing this ever, Roxy suggested it. You all followed her suggestion. And Woo. I watched F-Boy Island. And Roxy... Which episodes, DJ? The first two. I, I watched the. I, I dipped my toes in. Um, um, Nikki Glaser is that the is that the, yeah. the comedian? She's host awesome, it? right? I don't. So so I don't watch reality TV. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how often they do this, but I think the smartest choice they made was hiring an honest to god comic to yes, host it. Yes. However, you feel about her stand up, her her hosting it, great choice. Uh, and and truthfully, if it was just her roasting these people for like. Roxy, both these episodes are 50 minutes. Why are they 50 minutes? Yeah, they're long. They're, they're long. so long. Why? Anyway, sorry. Um, um, we have a question from Leonard Kim that I'll get us kicked off with. He says, uh, how are you feeling about the male subspecies after watching FY Island? Uh, and I'll say not great. But also, not so great about the female either, if I'm being, if I'm being candid. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, it's somebody, that, it's somebody that doesn't watch reality TV, Roxy. Is this standard? Is yeah, this yeah. okay? Because it feels like we're 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 well, gunning for a very standard. thin subsect of like America. <laughs> yeah, what was not standard is like the part where we like o- ostracize them to uh, their own hut thing. Because I was like, is this scripted? What's happening here? Are they actually staying here? Like, yeah. I don't really get this part of the show. So that part's not standard. Okay, so as somebody that didn't finish the first season and probably won't, let's be honest. Do we do anything with that, or do we just we just leave them over they're there? Like, they're, they're, like make them see therapists when they're there. That could have been something introduced in the first couple episodes. I feel like yeah, I might yeah. I might have stuck around for that. I yeah. again, if it was just Nikki Glazer roasting, but sometimes Nikki Glazer is the therapist. Good, so. that I would watch. Just give me those clips. Um, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. 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 All right. Because because it feels like very much like okay, we went to a club and got these people because this isn't like. This is a very specific subset of Americans are populating this show. Yeah. Also, first impressions. So the the gimmick is F boys and nice guys. Mm-hmm. And and listen, there might be some nice guys in there, but also it's like, but you're all sorry, you're all douchebags. <laughs> you're all you're all. It's I not like looking at your that, bodies. It's yeah. like it's not like any of these guys are going to come out like. Well, you know, late stage capitalism or like I was reading Walt Whitman the other day. It's like, that's not, that's not who we're talking about. here. 
it's weird because it's also self-proclaimed it's like not based on like all your exes voted and you're this or that yeah like, and they're all like cpas or tiktok influencers like well I mean, yeah you're all a specific type of guy i don't know that the, the degrees between f-boy and nice guy there was that one guy the one thing that genuinely i thought was genuinely compelling was that one guy that i guess said he was an f-boy and was like, no, now I'm a nice guy. And literally nobody knew what to do with that. And he doesn't, at, at the end of the episode, he doesn't end up in the, in the. he just disappears. I'm like, yeah, get that guy. What the fuck's going on like, with that? I'm a nice guy. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're not. Yeah, you're like a sociopath. Get him the fuck out of here. He might kill somebody. <laughs> that was crazy. That was really weird. I agree with you. That was nuts. I, I got, I was getting dinner with a friend a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, at dinner, these guys at a different table um, sent us over drinks. And I looked up and it was one of the guys from F-Boy Island. Oh, shit. The, um, the blonde one, spoiler for you, DJ, he ends up going all the way to the end of the show. Wait, the one that is very – because I, I saw what they were doing. They're like, okay, some of these guys we're going to designate right off the bat. This yes, guy's an yeah. F-Boy. But some of them were like – God, it blew my mind. So we have CJ. And I think of the girls, CJ's clearly the standout because she's just an agent of chaos. <laughs> like she's yeah. like, she's like, don't call me toxic, but I want a boy that's gonna find it funny when I say the police arrested me and like who are yeah. you? Anyway, and she yeah. falls in love with a guy that is also named CJ, and she thinks that's cute. And it's like, what? Uh, why would you want some we just went over this in Thor? Why would you want somebody with the same name? Um they're clearly leaving it for later to find out is he an F boy or a nice guy. But you're so you're talking about blonde guy that's like I'm an F boy. Yes, <laughs> cool. yes, yes. Um, and we actually ended up talking for a while, not like just me and him, but yeah. group of the table or whatever. And I just was like, I, uh, m- my friends that I was with had no idea. They hadn't watched the show. They'd never even heard of it at the time. It had like just come out and yeah. they, whatever it was, but I had seen it, which I didn't let him know. Cause I didn't want to boost his ego more. <laughs> he I doesn't need it. Like, I was just trying to suss him out. Just like, who are you actually? And how does this actually work? And to be honest, he was like kind of shy and sweet. And I was like, I don't know what to think about people anymore. Mm-hmm. Like what, when are we acting? When are we not? Is this acting? Is that acting? Is this a cat? Like what? I don't know. Life no. is F boy Island. Life I- is F boy Island. Well, and I see the appeal because you find yourself, I would imagine this is part of it. Cause you find yourself like, what would I do in this situation? How would I, you know, whatever you, there's, there's that kind of like, um, audience investment through that. Um, yes. but I also found it hard to like root for anybody. Totally. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Like who, who am I rooting for in this situation? Like the one girl, I don't remember their names other than CJ, because again, she falls in somebody in love with somebody that has the same name as her. Um, like the blonde. I don't even remember that. Yeah. The blonde, the blonde, I think it's the blonde, like, cause they give wristbands to people and for the first night. And then like one guy gets up to get her a drink and the other wristband guy comes in and she's like, that was really forceful and kind of rude. And I'm into it. And then, like, and then, like, one of the nice guys, uh, who, who was all, whatever, uh, he comes in, and like, hey, he comes to her show, like, hey, I want to spend time with you. And she's like, that was too forward. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not, <laughs> it's the, it's because you think one's cute and the other one's cute. Don't pretend that there's like an equation to this. It's, it's, you, you thought you, one guy is attractive, so it doesn't matter what he does. And the other guy's not. The weirdest part of the show, DJ. Please. Is that the end? At the end of the show, like you know they're giving money to the person like if 
if you can um, trick them into thinking like at the end, if you're a not nice guy, if you're an F boy and they come to you and they pick you at the end and you can either choose them or the money, right? You can oh, choose to them or the money. And it's a lot of money. I think it was like $50,000 or something. Yeah. So they, two of the guys choose the money, but then the show says that money that you chose now isn't for you. It's for charity. Oh shit. <laughs> and it's like, we're all kind of like, okay, I guess that's a come up, but also like, where where are the rules of this game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's something you should let me know as an audience member. Yeah, those are the stakes. Those are the. St- why are we not in on any of the? Yeah, the stakes are. Like, say the- to us what they don't know mm-hmm. is that the money actually is going to go to charity. Cause, yeah, because as they reveal, I was like, "What?" You know, now maybe I should just skip to the last episode just to see who ends up with who. There's one guy I can't remember his fucking name. He's he's I'm I don't know. He's some blonde banker dude and it's like that motherfucker is a serial killer he he he, he, he's giving me mad dexter vibes this guy look out for this guy i don't i don't trust him anyway did you have any questions for me about f boy island before we move on is it gonna make you watch more or less reality tv uh it is not gonna change my consumption of reality tv which is none which is not none none of it less than none none of it no no thank you um so thank you all, the patrons, the producer patrons, uh, who who uh, voted on that, on having me watch that. Uh, there will be a new poll. Good job, time. guys. Good uh, job. You'll also be able to pick uh, episode topics as well. So if you want to have more control over the show, please jump over to the producer tier and be a part of that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we touch on this, I do want to talk about Better Call Saul because I love it. But I would rather take a second to wa- talk about something, shows we both watched. Yeah. So let's talk about Atlanta. We're both caught up on Atlanta. Um, this past episode, um, Al gets invited to basically, God damn it, that opening is so fucking funny with the Central Park Five shirt. Um, what yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Basically, there's a there's a European fashion company that's woefully out of touch, shocker, and they need they they basically invite Al and a bunch of other black celebrities within the Atlanta universe to do damage control for them. Is is essentially what happens? Oh, Roxy, what are you thinking about this season so far? I love it. I love this season so much. I've seen some people say that this season fell off for them, and it so has not for me. Um, I thought the last couple of episodes just the, I, I loved I loved the three episodes ago with uh, what happens if you somebody just tries to sue you for uh, what your family did to their family yeah. enslaving them. I loved last week's episode and I love this episode. Um, I think that they're all super poignant that this one I thought was great because it is such a moral conundrum that you Paperboy has worked his whole life to get to where he is. Yeah. 
Um, and now you're in this position and people want to use you mm-hmm. to show that they are not racist. Um, and they want you to be like a spokesperson on their board, all of that. And he's struggling with that. And it's like, do you not get take the perks of what you've worked for to stand up for what's right? I don't know. I don't know if you take the perks or you don't, because you're also a black man yeah. who like the point is to help but you also have now been elevated. So I, I really felt for him. And I really love that final scene that we get with him and that other guy who's on the board. Who's like, I like, I think we were looking at that guy. Like he was a problem. Um, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, this is what I do. Yeah. And it's like, Oh shit, man. Like that makes sense. And we can't really judge what people's choices are in, in, in their positions. Some of them we can, but some of them, it's challenging. So I thought it, I just thought it was really, really good. And then, you know, he even asks Ern, what would you do? And that's different than what he would do, which yeah. is different than what this other guy does, which is different than what the uh, light skinned black guy who he's got. That was so fucking funny. It's like, are you so black? Cause funny. for those that didn't watch the episode, there's this guy on the board that they ask if he's black. And, and if you, if you're watching the video, the guy, my complexion, but with like blue eyes and it's like, yeah, man, he could be. He very well could be. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's one of those like he starts using the N word, and I was yeah. like, yeah, it doesn't sound right. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, it it the, that's the thing about these episodes. Why I'm loving this season season is it's so poignant. Yeah. But it's not but and yeah. I there are moments in every episode like that where I'm like, how this is hysterical. Yep. Like, this is so funny. How are you getting away with this shit? You know, I, I'm like, thinking of the blackface in episode two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And 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 me immediately Googling, like, is this a real thing? Yeah. Like, Do they do this? Things, yeah. There are things that this show does that I feel like no other show can get away with. 100%. But here, you know, it is just so funny. And I, I don't know how you're feeling about the season, DJ, but this is just really landing for me. I love it. There's a couple. I wasn't the two episodes back, the, the, the one off about reparations. I I thought was good. Uh, I thought it it felt like the first episode of the season that felt like it was written four years ago, because it's not quite as funny as the episode other episodes. It's not quite as scary, and because there are elements where it feels like because we're from what is it Justin Bartha's perspective that that it has like a horror movie feel. Um, but did you not? Did it not make you think? Well, I feel like we've had the conversation about reparations and it's like in the show show is like yeah we should do this and i'm like well yeah i mean i don't i can't imagine anybody watching atlanta that would be like well should. it's like well i mean yeah and also it wouldn't work this way it'd be from it'd be ta- it'd be the government it'd be ta- it that's wouldn't be why like <laughs> that's why i thought this was it did have its finger on the pulse because it wasn't talking about the government yeah like when we see that people have to go and out of their paychecks a certain amount it's like yeah still the government fucking the people because I mean, yes, that is a good point that they would be like, no, we're not going to foot this bill. Are you kidding me? (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point. Like I just was watching it and I was like, oh my God, what a nightmare. Like this is because I'm with you. Nobody's sitting there being like, no, she does not deserve that money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But also like the government's like, then you fucking give it to her. And it's like, well, yeah. that I deserve to not have the money. <laughs> like, I mean, I do like specific. That's a very good point. I do like specific Atlanta moments, like when the guy shoots himself. The guy gives a very like 
kind of like uh, uh, not impassioned, but like uh, rational. Like, hey, this is why it's okay. And then he goes and blows his brains out. Yeah. Um, yes. You're watching it. I was like crazy to watch. Uh, I I get though why it's not. I don't. I don't love any episode that doesn't have our characters. Yeah, and it just felt a little soon. Like I love that first episode, but it's a little soon. I, I was honestly a little worried with this episode when we started with the fashion people. I'm like, wait, me are too. We- me too. Oh, I was God. like, oh, we're not going to be with them again. I was like, oh, that's a something this season because we know. But I mean, let's be real. Think about these four stars on our show. Yeah, we're barely seeing Zazzy. Like, mm-hmm. because yeah. everybody's booked and busy. What? What? What are we doing there? What's I what, don't know. how am I as an audience member? How am I? Because I'm I. I feel like she makes a very good. I feel like she makes a very good point. I feel like is what we're going for is that well, earn you get to go off and do all these things. Why can't I? Which is a good point. Except also, Did your mother know where you are. Loved that one. I, I like that, but also so because because the implication is that Ern is not is not investing in her personhood. Um, but also, your child is a person, and so somebody it's unfair to your parents to sh- somebody needs to be taking care of that kid. And I feel like there's a way to make that point without abandoning your child. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and I'm, so I'm worried the show is like, I should be on team van. And it's like, no, I think van's kind of being a problem. Uh, and she's I our also, one female character. And I feel weird about that. Yeah. I, I hear you. I'm also with like, I thought this was a really interesting choice as I was sitting there and I was like, I think she stole the wig. I do. Well, like, because again, all season, all we've seen is like, you're being kind of being a problem. Sketchy. And, which know? does not, which does not make the white lady not fucking crazy. No, <laughs> crazy you know because like all you want is for that hotel to throw her out and everybody be like you're crazy you're sitting there like how the fuck what this woman came and hunted you down yeah. nuts. And she, it's not her store you're not stealing right. from her she has no right. skin in the game like what are you doing Doing that was crazy and i loved that i loved how we handled that but when Ern asked at the end you know they're right. like kissing did you take the wig i was like i'm with you like yeah. Like, did you? Because what you're do, your behavior you're exhibiting is like it's erratic. Let's at, yeah. at best it's erratic. I also before before we get off of Atlanta, I do want to mention the pre. I love this episode. Previous episode is so fucking good. It's such the the way they took the like within the context of Atlanta. We're gonna do a police interrogation scene. Unbelievable. And, and 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 take it to that surreal like when the guy when the guy starts talking about stuff that only the person with the phone would theoretically know, but the implication is that he's had experiences similar to Al. And then he like sings the song. Like the actor they got, like I, not to like be compare stuff. The song's song. so good. But like that that the Batman Joker clip, the the uh, deleted Joker clip from the Batman, I was like, this, this is the energy you should be going for because like, I don't know what this guy's deal is. Like, what do you do with this person? (laughs) And as I mentioned, those moments that only this show can get away with that have me cackling laughing because they're so awful. When they, when he searches the cancer kid, I was like, (laughs) the make wish. I was like, no, 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 it's for Al. Let him do it. Like, let him do it. Oh, and then, and then, um, who's the white guy that, that was, was traveling with them that it was like, Oh, this guy got to stick around. I don't know why. And then he ends up being the guy that stole the phone. But when they all look at each other, like he was about ready to say it. Right. He was going to, and they're like, yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah. God. Because I, I, when I heard it, I thought that. And then yeah. I was like, was that just like a mistake? And then they all acknowledge it. And I was like, like Oh my God. Fuck. Oh my God. 
so good. I feel incredibly blessed to have Better Call Saul and Atlanta on my TV at the same time, only a few weeks after Severance left the air. It's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. They, well, I don't watch Better Call Saul. I know I'm behind. I only watched the first season. It was excellent. I don't know what happened to me, but I'm so grateful to Atlanta. It's insane. Roxy, catch up on Better Call Saul. Is it great, DJ? Oh, it's so good. It's so, These first two episodes are so fucking This is the final good. season, right? It is, and it's so good good so i'm just gonna answer um, since you didn't watch it i'm just gonna touch on it real quick except to say the first two episodes dropped this week and they're so fucking they're god fucking damn it they're so good uh and we have a couple questions uh davy backwards dab says are you interested in, uh, on any breaking bad characters to be in se- this season of better call saul story or just cameo if so who would they be i don't need it because I think the show has done a good job of not doing that. However, based on where we're at and information we know from Breaking Bad, I have a feeling I have a feeling it kind of needs to overlap because um, the character of Lalo is mentioned in Breaking Bad. That said, they introduced a little like uh, um, like extra bonus material. That's one of those Roxy, you know those true, true crime like like a forensic files like this person went to jail for this thing they yeah. did that for like a in universe version for Saul and the implication from that Correct. is that better call Saul is happening in like 1992 or 95 which see it's Seems kind of yeah did, so did you watch breaking bad yeah, of course. Okay, so it's like in, in the final season when you found out that all the previous four or five seasons are all taking place in a year, and you're like, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. what? Yeah, what? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. is that, what? It's that similar and thing. It's like that made the cancer make more sense, but it made everything else make less sense. Yeah, it was like, is that, are you sure you want to commit? Is that your final answer? Like, uh, so with yeah. this, it's like they have older cell phones, but I don't know that they're 1992 old cell phones. Um, anyway, um, I don't. I don't need somebody to show up, uh, uh, but I, I'm all for it. Um, Sisigeta asks, "Do you have predictions on how you think Better Call Saul will end? Well, what will happen to the characters we never see in Breaking Bad, such as Kim, Nacho, and Lalo?" Okay, Lalo is not going to make it out of the season. I don't think because he's he's one of the big bads, and so I think that's you're going to tie up those ends. Nacho, fuck. Nacho gets such a fucking great moment. Um, uh, in 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 episode fucking two, the way this show is able to weave in more heightened like shootouts and shit is so impressive. Like in a natural way, there's a big shootout in episode two, Roxy, and it's so fucking cool. It's just so cool. And 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 ah fuck, the way the show and it's a it's a trick they picked up from Breaking Bad. The way they're able to dramatize and visualize a character thinking is is incredible instead of like people like using exposition you're just sitting on a character processing something and like like because there's a long extended sequence in episode two where nacho's just watching this house and you're like why the fuck is he watching his house and then as things unfurl you're like oh and it's cool to watch a show where characters are like ahead of you on stuff like they're they're yeah. two steps ahead it's like oh fuck that's great and of yeah, course yeah, gus yeah. is so amazing nacho uh i love nacho i think that actor's great uh I do not think he's going to make it out of the season. Poor, this, the deck is stacked so hard against Nacho that I don't and see. That, and that would make sense for the universe? Yeah, it would make sense for the universe. Um, I, I, am, I am secretly hoping, because it's not a perfect comparison, but he's kind of the Jesse of the show. And okay. Jesse was able to get out of Breaking Bad. And so my fingers crossed for Nacho. Maybe they want to do a movie for Nacho. I would watch it, Roxy. God, I would fucking watch it. But the deck is stacked so hard against him. Like... 
I am surprised he made it out of episode two this season. Like, I don't, I just don't see how he makes it out of the situation he's in. And Kim is the wild card because Kim, Kim is, a, is at this point in the show functionally Jimmy Saul, except better at everything, uh, which also means that she's kind of more evil. <laughs> um, and I have, I, I don't see a reality where she dies. That doesn't. It just doesn't feel like that's the reality she's in. Like Nacho's being hunted by the cartel. Like his his life expectancy is not very high. Kim's just a lawyer. Like I, you know what I mean. I don't know why she would die. Um, I, I she might go to jail. Have you saying all this, I'm trying to remember because I did watch season one. I'm yeah, like, like so going all the way back. Like hey, who are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you watch a billion. She was great, right, Kim? The yeah, actress- uh, uh, Rhea Seahorn. She's so fucking good. Um, yeah, and um. Yeah, I I think she will either end up in jail or maybe just a more successful Jimmy. Like she became an even more successful criminal than Jimmy is, and so that's why we don't hear it in Breaking Bad because she's off doing white collar crimes. I don't know. Um, those are my predictions. We'll see, Roxy. I know you watch a billion shows, but if you get a chance, do yourself a gosh dang favor and catch up on Better Call Saul because it's so fucking good. Okay. Back to a show we both Probably watch. Probably will at some point. Um, this is us catching up. This is me and Roxy catching up on shows that we've put on the back burner, but I wanted to touch on them because we both watch them. Winning Time. And I think this is a, a particularly good episode to talk about Winning Time with you, uh, Roxy, because this is where um, our, our boys, the Lakers, um, play Boston. It's so tough, DJ. And there's like a whole mythology of why Boston sucks. Like I was really rooting against Boston. <laughs> I know, yeah. The, okay, so here's here here are a few things because I actually got like a ton of text messages from my friends after this episode. Interesting. Not my boss, not my Boston friends, okay. my non-Boston friends. Curious. Being being like, is this what Larry Bird is like? Is it? How do you feel about being from Boston? So I love the show Winning Time. Yeah. I'm loving the show. I'm a massive, massive fan of basketball and the yeah. NBA. Um, so I love the show. The show is not historically accurate. Like so- at all. Like every episode comes out, there's a thing like, well, here's all the things that are wrong. And it makes me think like, well, then what are we doing? So because of that, I actually have no qualms with the episode because like they just, you know, like Jeannie busts the the girl like in this show, she's like the savior. Now she's the owner of the Lakers. Yeah. She's a producer on the show. Oh. She's the, sorry, the producer of the show. Yeah. Cause like, um, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and yes, Magic Johnson yeah. all like, no, this sucks. We weren't involved. And it's like, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. So like that, that is, so I, as a TV show, I'm liking this a lot. It's yeah. really dramatic. There's heroes and villains. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I love watching like the, the stylization of it. It's cool as shit. Yeah. So I didn't, wasn't bothered by this episode because this is a scripted, uh, fiction series. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, that doesn't mean that I think that was the smartest choice for the series, but like, I'm really loving the show. What is true about Larry Bird is that he's known as being an extreme shit talker. Oh, interesting. Um, So that is true. He's known as like, um, not in this like villainous way that this show presented, but like he's a smack talker on the court as a lot of basketball players are. Uh, his team loves him and other teams are like, Ugh. but Magic Johnson and Larry Bird are like, like this. I mean, they, like, so um, for Larry Bird's retirement party, Magic Johnson went with a Larry Bird Celtic shirt on um, and with a Lakers jersey over it and then like took it off to reveal. So like, 
they, you know, they might be like arch rivals in this show. And and there was a big rivalry between them, but they are not like, they don't just, they're not, they don't hate each other. So, so he is, he's a smack talker and Boston fans are known as being some of the most challenging fans in the entire league. Not just that comes across in the episode. (laughs) Yes, of course. But in a way that's so um, cartoonish in this, you know, like in a way, all of Boston, I'm, I'm talking about the Red Sox, the Patriots, the Bruins, and the Celtics. Boston fans are notoriously hated by people. We, we, but here's what I will say the bet, we're the best of the best and the worst of the worst. The best of the best of us are people who grew up, and I, and I paint this picture for people because, like, it matters. Mm-hmm. You're growing up somewhere that it's fucking freezing. Yeah. It is fucking freezing. Sometimes it is negative seven degrees there. And, the best thing you can do is become a sports fan because anything that keeps you away from drugs when it's that fucking cold, which is why we have such a crazy heroin epidemic in in Massachusetts is like the better choice. So people, they hang on sports like it is their, like it's everything to them in California, in Florida, in Texas, in places that people really love their teams. It is not the same as it being like your only activity for eight months of the year. Yeah. Or like, that is what you have, you know, like uh, that's what you have. You go to the one thing you leave your house to do is go to the Boston garden Mm -hmm. or like, uh, and that's like the biggest event of the So, the fans are insanely obsessed. The same as New York fans, insanely yeah. obsessed with their teams because it's like their life. Yeah. Um, and so I'm not excusing any poor behavior, yeah. but the level of fandom there it and the way that you are a fan there is different than it is in Los Angeles. Yeah. Where here, it's one of 8,000 things people do mm-hmm. because that day you probably went to the beach, you went sailing, you went mini golfing, then you popped into the game. Yeah. And so it's just like a completely different lifestyle. So people hate Boston sports fans because they're so intense. They're so insane. Um, and, you know, I have. I have been at the Boston Garden and I've seen when we were playing the Lakers, I saw two Celtics fans spit on a, a girl walking by. I, I saw that with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's disgusting. Yeah. You don't excuse that behavior. Yeah. And so there are some Boston sports fans where it's like, oh, man, I've seen after wins and losses, us burn cars in the street and flip them <laughs> after both wins and losses. Yes. That's insane. We don't support that. But is it like that on the reg? Are we just like these hooligans who are awful to everybody? No, we're just very passionate people. So the shit talking makes sense, but we're not doing anything like on the regular above and beyond to make it so that people hate the Boston. And and this show painted like a scene of Boston fans. That was just, it's disgusting, you yeah. know? And you, so uh, Boston was the clearly the villain, like the, the villain. city of Boston was the villain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, I believe that Boston was the first team ever to have a starting five. That was all um, of all black people. Like no. there's some incredible things that obviously aren't being touched upon. Like, uh, and the way that they're the way that this is being played, that's like uh, Larry Bird 
was more loved because he was white. That's absolutely true of the time. You think about segregation, you think about racism, you think, of course that's true. But like, it's not like we didn't have Bill Russell who wasn't dealing with the same issues even earlier than Magic Johnson was dealing with, you know? So I just think that this this show uses what's convenient for it. I just went on a whole long ramble to say that I love this show, but it's not real it's not real yeah and it's just it's just weird to me how not real it is and maybe it feels weirder because it's more recent history like it's one thing when you find out like our flag means death because it's also that's also based off a historical figure is like playing fast and loose with some stuff it's like well yeah that's hundreds of years ago like what do you yeah, we don't yeah, the only yeah and it's a comedy and the only account we have is from another pirate who was probably lying so it's like you you know what i mean like um it's just so we in the in the discord glenn caesar says what are your thoughts and feelings about Jerry West's character in Winning Time? Apparently, he's unhappy with Adam McKay suing him slash the producers and the show for the show's, quote, false and defamatory depiction of him and wants a retraction. Uh, I think, like Roxy just said, I, the show's fake. Uh, it's it's not historically accurate. And all, but also, that does sound a lot like the character is depicted in the show. That sounds like that character's response to the show. <laughs> yeah. It's also the other person that um, – the announcer – uh, yeah. what, what the fuck's his name? I'm forgetting right yeah, now. I don't but, remember either, but yeah, the, I know what you're the, talking about. The main announcer across from Adrian Brody's character when they're yeah. doing the announce. Um, he is like, my brother is a sports broadcaster yeah. in Boston. And like that guy is notorious for being the nicest human being of all time. Oh shit. So it's like kind of wild yeah. to watch how like he who knows who somebody pissed off who or who pissed in your cereal, but like that guy's supposed to be known for being like a sweetheart and we're watching something so different. So I think that there's a lot of people who are really upset with their portrayals in this. Everybody but Jeannie Buss, who looks like the the savior of the world because she's the producer of the show. And so it's yeah. just like Yeah, I, just, it, yeah. Why didn't we just do a fictional team? If this is how we were going to go, just do a lightly fic, just call it a different name. And it's like, this is the, we made something up, but, but yes, it's based off the Lakers. A lot of truth. There's a lot of truth in there. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's the weird part. Like if you're, if you're going to lie, lie, if you're, but it's a good show. So yeah, we're, we're all watching it. So, so before we go, I think, uh, uh, the flight attendant just premiered, but I think we'll, we'll save yeah. that for next time. Since that's right. We're probably right. only what three episodes in. We two. We're only two. It it dropped cool. two episodes yesterday, and uh, on the twenty eighth, it will have its third. Cool, cool, cool. So we'll we'll catch up on that next time. Before we move on, good season two. Yes, so- it's very good. Season cool. two is very good. I don't think the show should have ever been nominated for an Emmy, um, and it was nominated for several. But it's good. It's- hey, listen. It was early pandemic. It was dark times. What are we gonna What are we gonna do? This and Emily in Paris. I was like, what oh, is man. happening? <laughs> Let's go with the show that you've you yeah caught up on you've watched so there's six yeah it's only six episode show it's the samuel l jackson show and it's called last days of of ptolemy gray and it is uh excellently done this is an excellently done show that i don't know that i recommend that people watch right now if you are not well it is the saddest show i have seen in years i mean it it is like such a depressing show. It is so well done that it should be nominated for Emmys. Yeah. It is excellently done. But like watching this show, I was like, oh my God, I should not be doing this to myself right now. Yeah. Um, we're dealing with Samuel L. Jackson's character, Ptolemy Gray, who in the show has dementia. And um, this is not spoilers, this is all set up in the first episode. The premise of the show is that his nephew is killed 
And he meets this, Ptolemy Gray meets this like brain doctor who says he can give him back all of his memories, but only for a short period of time. And so he takes back all of his memories. And in that period of time, he decides to try to find the person who killed his nephew. Oh, shit. So, um, and we, so it's fascinating. And he's incredible. All of the actors in the show are unbelievable. But we're flashing back to, now that he has all of his memories, we're flashing back to lynchings we're flashing oh, back to um uh extreme racism we're flashing back there's such severe violence um that like this is a show that we are watching like i was watching this just like holding back tears for six every episode is like 54 minutes and it's six episodes and for each one i was like okay here we go holy Jeez. shit here we go um it's just such a hard watch and so I do, it does, like, we do, um, without spoilers, there are moments of relief. Like, we do accomplish certain things um, throughout our journey that make it like, okay, fuck yeah, let's do this. Mm -hmm. But in general, I only would recommend this show right now if you are in the mood for, like, a severely depressing show. It's so sad. Um, Cool, cool. Yeah, I know that's weird to say, but, like, I like to give people that warning because... It's so good, but it's like the bleakest of the bleak. So we're continuing because this is Apple TV. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we're continuing the trend of Apple TV making good product. It's just you got to be ready for. Yeah. On that note, um, we crashed had its finale last night and it was it was excellent. DJ Apple TV is just like knocking it out of the park right now. Is it excellent enough to get, get me over the Jared Leto hump? I didn't love the first half of the season as much as I okay. like that. Like he gets way better at first. His accent is unbearable. It's hard to watch. Gotcha. Um, but you, these two characters, you like can't stand them. Mm-hmm. So it's great, you know, cause most people can't stand Anne Hathaway. Not most people, no. but like, but she's an amazing actress. Yeah, and and most I still don't know why. Her. I don't remember. I don't know yeah. what Anne Hathaway did. She had a anti-cannabis crusade that I really didn't like. That's but, fair. That's fair. I didn't uh, hear about that. That's fair. <laughs> she she just like is like I don't talk about that because that's not like she said a few things that I was, I was like, "Ugh." And Hathaway, "No. Don't do this to me." But other than that, I think she just irks some people, which I I putting that aside, she hasn't done anything wrong no. and she's very talented, so I'll watch her in anything even though she's not my favorite. Yeah. Um Jared Leto has done a lot of things wrong. And is not as talented as Anne Hathaway, uh, and especially not in roles where he has to have thick accents, where he's where he's playing an Israeli man. Why are why do we, you know, he's not just playing a Jew; he's playing an Israeli man. Yeah, that's like people don't seem to get. I don't get what our lines are. What are our lines? Yeah, we need to figure it out. We need to hammer it. I will say on shows with a problematic lead, but the actor is at least partially Jewish. Tokyo Vice is good enough to get me over the Ansel Elgort. Uh-huh. Really, and it also has one of my favorite scenes in any show this year. There's a there's a there's a scene. No way. Yeah, it's so fu- it's it's and and the other thing is, uh, there's a lot of incredible like Rinko Kikuchi's doing incredible work. Uh, Ken Watanabe is of course incredible. There's a lot of great Japanese actors, Japanese directors. There's just a lot of like, so it's hard to be like, well, this one guy sucks. So don't watch the show. It's like yeah, but all these other people are doing such good work. But yeah, there's a moment, his character, Ansel Elgort's character is being driven by this Yakuza guy and Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way comes on and the Yakuza guy starts singing to it and he's like, and so it's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I love this song. And they have a moment where they just talk about Backstreet Boys and start singing together. I'm like, this, this is fucking, 
Michael Mann didn't direct this episode, but this is the shit I love in Michael Mann projects where it's just two people connecting. Like, it's just like, if you look at the diner scene in Thief and you look at the diner scene in Heat, it's just something, anyway, oh, whatever. It's a, it's an incredible scene. And it's, so it's, right. it's, it's, it's again, because of the answer, it's difficult for me to go, everybody should watch Tokyo Vice, but also it's so good. Fuck, it's so good. Anyway, I think that's it. Next time we'll talk about Flight Attendant. I was ho- I'm hoping by next time I'll have seen Northman, an unbearable weight of massive talent. Um, and so for those that that are just joining us for what we're into, this is this is the show what we're into. We do it every week on Patreon, patreon.com slash only stupid answers. We also do um uh, Sal and I do Spider-Versity. So go check out, become a patron. Roxy, tell them about Bitch Out of Water, tell them where they can find you. Bitch Out of Water, it's our new podcast from the World Girls. You can find it everywhere podcasts are, or if you're feeling like you don't know, just theworldgirls.com slash podcast, and that will bring you to all of the places. I'm at Roxy Stryer, and I really hope you check that out and listen. It actually makes a difference if you guys leave a five-star review. Uh, I, that's like the way. Um, and I know a lot of times we're tapping you guys for money, but right now we're tapping you for your soul instead and your fingertips. So please help we, us out over there. We just want you to go and look at those five stars and click the fifth one. That's all we're asking of you. Go click <laughs> all that at, yeah. Use your eyes and your fingers, yeah, maybe they, your nose, you know, yeah, whatever. You're takes. scrolling through your phone. Just take two seconds away from liking cat pictures. I do it too. And just do the five, the five stars on Bitch Out of Water, please. And thank you. You can find me at DJ Talks Trash. You can find the show everywhere that matters at Only Stupid Answers, but on Twitter. Twitter. Yank out the vowels from stupid. Uh, so the way uh, this is going to go down is I know last week I was like our 300th episode and we did record it, but it's going to take me a minute to put it together. So that will probably come out uh, next week, but it's going to be incredible. So stay tuned for How are your that. notes. You took them. I took my notes. I took my good. notes. I We will see once I sit down in front of premiere to see whether I, I did a good job or not. I want to thank everybody that joined us live and we will see you all next time.